we present I'm Sorry I Haven't a Clue, the antidote to panel games. At the piano is Colin Searle and your chairman is Humphrey Littleton. Hello and welcome to I'm Sorry I Haven't a Clue. As usual, we're here before an invited audience. They were invited to my music 15 years ago and we haven't been able to get rid of them. We haven't been able to get rid of our teams either. Tim Brooke Taylor and Willie Rushton on my right. Hello. Graham Garden and John Junkin on my left. Not forgetting Samantha, our tottering tosser. Now we're going straight away into the first game, which is double feature. This round takes as its premise the poverty of the international film industry. For economic reasons, new films will have to be remakes of pairs or groups of old films. I want you to hear the resulting titles, and I'll award a few points here and there. Right, we'll start with you, uh, John. I would like to unite Rambo and Singing in the Rain and make a film called An American in Plaster. <laughs> well, I've heard that they're remaking four films. They're combining Dirty Harry, Den of Thieves, East of Eden and End as a Man, and they're going to get Dirty Den out of East Enders. <laughs> I've heard they're going to combine the producers uh, The French Connection and A Letter to Brezhnev. <laughs> they're going to call it The Brezhnev Connection. I'm jolly glad to hear that. They're going to combine High Anxiety, Lost Weekend and The Italian Job and make High Tiddly Eye Time. <laughs> They're coming up with Rupert Bear, Murder, She Said, The Great Dictator and Rawhide. They're going to call it, She Said, What is Rupert Murdoch up to in Wapping? <laughs> I also heard they're combining One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, Two for the Seesaw, and Rocky, One, Two, Three, and Four. And they're going to make One, Two, One, Two, Three, Four. <laughs> Not only that, but Sylvester Stallone is going to start in a remake of Witness for the Prosecution. It's going to be called Rambo of the Bailey. <laughs> and they're also doing a combination of whiskey galore and high wind in Jamaica and getting acute indigestion. <laughs> I'm going to put a stop to this flood of invention, John, and tell you that uh, this is the point where I give teams advance warning of the late arrivals that they'll be doing later on in the programme. This week we'll be asking them to announce late arrivals at the Wild West Ball. The Wild West Ball. Now, this is the round which is called Blues. It's the round when each team has to improvise a blues with the members of each team taking alternate lines and uh, assistance is provided, although not very much, by Colin Sell. Graham and John, will you give Tim and Willie their subject, please? Yes. Uh, we thought the collective responsibility blues. Oh, thank God! Oh, that's... <laughs> Thatcher on TV. Oh, there she 
was it was. She was talking about cabinet collective responsibility. Yeah. She said it's easy to explain. It means everyone's to blame. Except, of course, for me. I'll give you a couple of marks there for ethnic feeling. And I'll ask you, Tim and Willie, I'll ask you to give uh, Graham and John their subject. The Frank Boff Sunday Morning Ooh. Blues. Frank Boff Sunday Morning Blues. Sing it, Tim, fellas. woke up this morning and then I went back to sleep I went right back to Sunday morning, not Monday to Friday. <laughs> this is a round called Complete Speeches, and in it we're going to play some extracts from speeches by famous figures, and we just want the teams to complete them. One mark for a correct answer, and several bruises for an incorrect one. And Tim, we're going to start with you. Our speech is uh, by Mr. Tony Benn on the Labour leadership. We want a leadership more like a wheel, where all the spokes in it give strength and balance. And I am the wheelie unbalanced spokesman. How did you know? <laughs> John, we've got a nice one for you. This is a speech by Robert Maxwell. I decided to come to Britain, so I am here by choice. And I landed not as a refugee, but with a rifle in my hand. <laughs> and both of us have been loaded ever since. <laughs> Willie, here's a speech by Arthur Scargill. I believe that over the past 12 months, I have demonstrated that I am prepared to fight the board or the government to the death. Bang. <laughs> Thanks for the loan of the rifle, Bob. <laughs> Right, uh, Graham, now, here's a speech for you to complete by Willie Whitelaw. We all worked together in a cabinet, and look what we've done. <laughs> and now, we're all going to clean it up. <laughs> well, Samantha has you level-pegging team, so we'll have another round of that to see if we can get a result. Tim, here's another bit of speech by Willie Whitelaw. I have, over a long period of time, had a very close, personal, and therefore private relationship with the Prime Minister. <laughs> and it's, it's all in the sun tomorrow. <laughs> right. Right, John, 
Here's a speech by the Prime Minister. If I had ever had a fairy godmother, perhaps the children might learn something to this, I'd have said to her... <laughs> I'll tell you when it's midnight, you wand-waving wet. Willie Rushton, a speech by Norman Tebbit. Oh. What we have to say is that unemployment will continue to rise until... Everyone's out of work. <laughs> and, Graham, for you to complete the, this round, here's another fragment of speech by Margaret Thatcher. When I get back to number 10 tonight, I'll just go round, and it might take me two or three hours to clear up to make sure that everything's back in the place where it should be. My coat hanging up on the peg next to Dennis. <laughs> and my broomstick in the corner. Is that a genuine piece? Two or three hours every night clearing up. They have some great parties at that place, you know. <laughs> Unbelievable. We're going on to a round now called Gargle Gargle. <laughs> You'll be surprised to hear that it's a gargling round. <laughs> One team will gargle a well-known song and another team will then try and identify it. <laughs> and uh, Tim and Willie will begin gargling as soon as the studio audience have donned their waterproof clothing. <laughs> which is now. Guys, wrong key, Colin. Come here, come here. Sorry, mate. I can't, please. John and Graham, have you any idea what I think song it was that from was? The Choker is Wild. <laughs> what? The water music. Love is a many splendid thing. Good yeah. Very good, yes. <laughs> and it's your turn now, uh, um, Graham and John, you know. to gargle your song. <laughs> Do them now while I'm having a rest. From the top. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's enough of that. Right. Oh. Jim and Willie, do you know what that one was? The new Filipino national anthem. Handles water music. <laughs> it was when they said no. from the top and did something else. Wasn't I was totally confused. 
There is, There's there is, a babbling brook. Anybody, you, you give up, do you? No, oh, totally. give up. Yeah. Anybody know in the audience? Yes. Well done. Good uh, Lord. Give yourselves a round of applause in a month's big Bonnie Renault underwater, whatever next. We're going on now to spot the ball, which is extremely popular. It's a game that you can follow if you're listening at home in the Radio Times if you turn to the programme page. Graham and John, your picture is of... <laughs> your picture is of Constable's The Hayway. Can you spot the ball? <laughs> John, you want first... Um, How many do we get? Do we get eight goes? One each. Just one each. Oh, one each. Ah. It must be on four or five. Unless it's a very long clearance yes. from the yeah. chapel. <laughs> Around the corner behind the chapel. Yeah. He I'm, usually kept it low. I'm going yes, to have to Constable kept it pretty low, actually. I would have said 5F. Roughly in the middle of the cart, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yes, I would have put it. Is I think the two blokes in the cart are watching the match. And so it's got to be higher up along four, I think. And on the very right-hand side, you can just see the players. I would say it was just above the trees in the top right-hand corner of 4G. And in fact, it's, it's being played to a player's head. And that, uh, of course, is the title of the painting, isn't it? There's a player there shouting, He win! <laughs> So we've got the 4G, and we've also got uh, 5F. Neither of those, I have to tell you, are right. So let's see if Tim and Willie can just have a go. Constable. Just say any old letter and number in that, and I'll see if you're right. Constable, it should be L-O. L-O, L-O, L-O. I think the dog plays a part in it. Well, I have to tell you, you're all wrong. Nobody wins. It's actually, I would have given you either 4A or 4B. Because that building there, which you referred to earlier, Graham, as a chapel, is in fact a small village hall. And taking place inside there is the annual ball of the Association of Carters, Wagoners and Haywain Operatives. <laughs> so I would, on words, I would have allowed that. And I'm going on now to your picture, Tim and Willie, which is... Uh, last Saturday, Arsenal played Liverpool and mounted an impressive attack upon Grobelaar's goal. Your picture, though, is of Michelangelo's David. <laughs> Can you spot the ball? It's obviously a warm day. He's not wearing very much, is he? Uh, nothing. I think, quite frankly, he was pretty good with his head. Well, he was. Tremendously good at other people's heads, as Goliath would spot it and testify to. Um, I think he would did be say testify to. Testify. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh... He's doing something very strange with his left hand. He wouldn't... It could be just before the penalty incident. I would go for C1. Well, I'll, and I'll go for D1, just in case he's gone slightly further. <laughs> just oh, just above his head. You he's think he's head heading the ball? Into that right-hand corner. To Groblar's right. Uh-huh. It's not right. Well, I'm going to ask Graham and John if they'd like to have a quick guess at this mm -hmm. one. Yeah, I think there's no doubt about it. It's in C2. He's holding it in his left hand and is about to lift it up to his lips and inflate it. <laughs> well, I'm going to tell you what the answer is. Yeah. The answer is the very bottom of A5. Because the game, in fact, isn't football at all. It's cricket, and he's just preparing to bowl a rather crafty googly. <laughs> which, you you know, you there. Guys we can see break. the googly, but what... <laughs> you can't spot his Chinaman now. <laughs> so now, that was jolly good. And we're going to go on to the game called Paranoia. 
And in this game, Team A decides that there is something wrong with Team B, and Team B have to guess what is wrong with themselves by asking questions. Team A reply in a manner appropriate to Team B's affliction. The aim is to make the members of Team B paranoid and leave the studio twitching. We have, as you know, a computer now, which uh, <laughs> is going to put up Graham and John's affliction for the benefit of the audience here in the studio. And here for you at home is the mystery voice to tell you. Graham and John think they are policemen. <laughs> right, it's the computer's flashes up on the board. <laughs> and you at home have heard it now. So, Graham and John, will you start quizzing Willie and right. Tim about your affliction? Do John and I both suffer from this in equal measure? <laughs> uh, why are you asking that question? <laughs> Um, is this exclusively a male paranoia? Yes. I can say that. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Certainly. Put it like that. Yeah. Anyth anything you say. <laughs> Are you trying to give us a clue in <laughs> performance? We'll, we'll tell you anything you want. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Are we figures of authority? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, right, right. yeah. Do we believe? Can I make a phone call? No. <laughs> Do we believe we are somebody specific? No, you're whoever. No, no, no. You're whoever. No you names, want. You're no great in my, no. no. We haven't given, even got the number of your van. <laughs> in fact, we haven't even seen a van. No. In fact. These tar marks he put on himself. I mean, I like, did. Uh, <laughs> I daubed them on. That have my chin hit your right boot. <laughs> have we, perchance, committed some illicit act? You? Oh, never. Sir. Never. No, there's no, never oh, been word. one. There's never no, been one. No, They're no. all, all, no, no. all of you lot. There's never been one. No. Bent is not the word did you. No. Um, Are we gallant well, boys yeah. in blue? You, you. Oh, gallant is the word. <laughs> Jolly good. Tim and Willie, your affliction is now going up on the computer, and here it is for you listening at home. Tim and Willie think they will be on page three of The Sun tomorrow. Right, it's gone up on the board, on the computer. <laughs> <laughs> and Tim and Willie, are you ready to... Oh, it hasn't finished. The computer's jammed. <laughs> I think it's handing in its resignation. Do we both suffer from this? Oh... You're not suffering, darling. <laughs> Is it the best time we ever had? It will be. Do we think we're very attractive? You're not the only ones. <laughs> Sex symbols of some sort. Oh. Oh. Which Samantha's is smiling. <laughs> Sorry? What's that little cluette? I said Samantha's smiling. Oh. No, she's not. She's standing on her head. <laughs> but Hunt's smiling. <laughs> Address the letters uh, to Tim, please. Do we uh, think we're ladies, attractive ladies? Um, we think we're page three girls? Yeah. We do. 
Very good. So uh, you both win that. Sad thing is we do, don't we? I know. Well, it... <laughs> Before we go on to the last round, Samantha's got some points she wants to give you. <laughs> and the last round is late arrivals. Uh, this is the point in the programme, of course, where I relax so that I can listen entranced to your announcements of the late arrivals at the Wild West Ball. First and most important, would you welcome Mr. Geoffrey Archer, either Chief Sitting Bull or <laughs> Chief Bull, and I've got to be very careful here, <laughs> Sitter. Will you welcome, please, Mr. and Mrs. Chester 73 and their daughter Winchester 73. <laughs> Big girl. Mr. and Mrs. Slastand and their lisping son, Cuthbert Slastand. <laughs> Well, there's the itinerant Reverend By, who likes it to be known as just Parson By. <laughs> and his last suit. Mr. and Mrs. <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. Man speak with forked tongue, and their young son Wyatt Man speak with forked tongue. Mr. and Mrs. Derek Nimmo, and their son Jerry Nimmo! <laughs> While in Red Indian mood, <laughs> there's Robert, Robert Key and his Red Indian wife, Cherry Key. <laughs> there's also a large party of Indians who've come in several coaches, <laughs> but who don't have reservations. There, trying to keep his wigwam, <laughs> and his Paul Daniels talking to T.P. McKenna. <laughs> 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 oh, Paul Daniels has just produced a scorecard. <laughs> and here come Mr. and Mrs. Zink with their adopted Indian son from Rio, Rio Tonto Zink. <laughs> also with his repeater is Wat Burp. <laughs> There's Chuck Wagon and Stan Pede. <laughs> and Luke Lively. <clears throat> and a Russian cowboy. Ed am offer to pass. <laughs> Will you welcome the well-known Welsh cowboy? <laughs> Mr. Well, all the family. Mr. and Mrs. with his boots on. And their son died with his boots on. <laughs> oh, a tribute to Cryer. Here comes Barry, my heart at wounded knee. <laughs> There's Mr. and Mrs. Sheriff and their law officer daughter, Debbie T. Sheriff. All the way from China with a reward on his pigtail. Low slung gun. Here comes a government agent, Mr. Tex Allowance. Look out for the Kenny Lynch mob. You've heard him sing. He takes lynching vouchers. <laughs> Oh, here come the all this will be yours is. Her son Wendy. <laughs> son Wendy, all this will be yours. <laughs> Welcome, please, Mr. and Mrs. Up. And their son, Hans Up. <laughs> From Germany. And for the older members, my age, would you welcome Herman Service with Peter Noon. Hi, Noon. <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. Oonbar. <laughs> My daughter's Sal Unbar. <laughs> 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 
loath as I am to bring all this to an end. <laughs> oh, ammunition's just run out. <laughs> and so, Joseph. Oh. Joseph from Saramup, known as Saramup Joe. <laughs> Always end on a good groan, I say. So, uh, <laughs> goodbye from all of us and join us next time. Tim Brooke Taylor, John Junkin, Graham Garden, and Willie Rushton were being given silly things to do by Humphrey Littleton, with Colin Sells heading some of them to meeting. The programme is produced by Paul Mayhew Archer. Now, you may remember that after last week's edition, my colleague Carol Bolt corrected a move in the game of Mornington Crescent. A number of listeners have written in, surprised at her knowledge of the game. Well, she tells me that she was school champion in the sixth form and was so good at Mornington Crescent, she was selected to represent Britain in the World Championships in 1980. Unfortunately, she had other commitments, but she's still enthusiastic about the game and regularly plays for her county. So, now you know.